Are you an entrepreneur that is looking to build and scale your business? Are you looking to increase your sales and drive revenue? Are you a business owner who has been faced with that ever-present problem that we all have, and that is rejection? If you've ever had that experience and more building your business, getting your brand out there, getting your products and services, then today's episode of The Daily Dose of Awesome is just for you. Hello, my friends. JT DeBolts with you today for the Elite Marketing Pro Daily Dose of Awesome, your 15 minutes of education, motivation, and inspiration to help you get your day started off right. As you join us, as you're jumping out here, let me know where you are tuning in from on the big blue marble. And as you do, let me say good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, whatever time it is for you, no matter where you might be tuning in from here on the big blue marble. Thanks for joining us here each and every single Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. or 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. Always a privilege and an honor. And welcome to December. I'm going to be the first to welcome you to December, the very first daily dose of awesome for the month of December as we close out 2018 with a boom, a sonic boom. If you are here to grow and scale your business, I want you to give me a one in the chat box. Bart Ripple, what's happening, my man? Coming in from Cleveland, Ohio. And uh, (laughs) Bart says, I have a PhD in rejection. Right on, buddy. We're going to talk a little bit about that today. And by the way, this conversation isn't so much about how to deal with rejection or get past rejection, but more importantly, to kind of learn the four pain points, the four points where uh, your potential customers, your prospects, uh, what's going on in their mind psychologically and what you might be able to do to overcome that. Plus, I'm going to give you the one most important question you've got to be asking yourself right here, right now, and uh, it's coming from a pretty awesome source. So we'll get to that in just a second. What's up, Ch- Chuck Kewen in the house? Melinda May coming in from South Africa. Great to see you. Chuck, by the way, is in South Carolina. Great to have you with us, my friend. All right, great. So lots of folks dialing one in here telling me that you have experienced this in the past. Uh, You've got a product. You've got a service. You've got something that you want to put out there to the market. But for whatever reason, perhaps you've uh, run into that ever-present monster called rejection, which we all go through from time to time. I'm going to be talking to you about something pretty important about that, but I want to cite a very powerful book here for all of you. If you are an entrepreneur, a business professional, this is mandatory reading. It's called The Road Less Stupid by Keith Cunningham, uh, also known as Rich Dad. Uh, if you are familiar with the book Rich Dad, Poor Dad, uh, he is the actual rich dad uh, in the book. Uh, it's not a, um, uh, a wealthy Hawaiian real estate dude. It was uh, this guy, Keith Cunningham, um, that handsome gentleman right there, if you can see it in the light. Uh, he asked a very important question. I want to actually read this. This is from chapter 34 of The Road Less Stupid, and he says, when it comes to growth, the single most important question we must figure out the answer to is this. Why are our ideal target customers, i.e. the multitudes who know about us, have heard our message, and need what we've got, not buying from us? So what is it that's causing our ideal target customers not to buy from us? Now, when we ask that question, a lot of times I think people think, oh man, if we focus on the negative, we're just going to get more of the negative. Well, in fact, one of the most important things you can do for yourself as a business professional is to ask that very powerful question. So now think about it right now. Think about your product, your service, whatever it is that you're putting out there. Maybe you've got your ad running and you're promoting something. Ask yourself, what is it about your target audience that's not buying? What's causing them not to buy from you? And by the way, if you guys are crushing it right now in sales, you're making sales, uh, you might be thinking to yourself, hey, you know, this doesn't apply to me. But the simple truth is, could you be doing more? 
could you be making more money? Of course, the answer is yes, we all think so. Um, and so that one question can really help you. You might ask it a different way. What is causing them not to buy more from me? How come I'm not getting to this, uh, this product and service to more people? And what might I do? What might I need to do to do that? So uh, lots of folks coming in. What's up, Rebecca? Rebecca Grant coming in from Michigan. Good to see you. Uh, I got Joy Glasgow coming in from Canada. I, I'm not even sure if I can pronounce that. Miss uh, Masasa Goa. Man, I don't like butchering names. I, I, I could appreciate that. Uh, that was an awesome, uh, wherever you're coming from there, that's awesome. Uh, Joy, I appreciate you, man. Uh, Ken Baumgart coming in from Kansas. What's going on, Ken? And uh, let's see, Laura's coming in, Paul North. Hey, what's up, Paul? Good to see you, my friend. All right, now listen, in this book, again, I'm going to cite this real quick, just in case you guys are just joining us. This is Keith Cunningham's book, The Road Less Stupid, and he asked that question because really we want to say, we want to ask ourselves, what is causing people not to buy from us? And I'm going to give you really the four primary drivers, the four, four primary reasons that Keith talks about in this book um, as to reasons for people not buying from you. And understand that these, there's not just only four. I mean, there's going to be more than four. But really, the, the biggest thing you're going to find in this is that this, this is the types of things that people are thinking about when they're looking at your offer, right? So if you're going on a Facebook Live, if you've got a webinar that you're doing, or you're sending your link out there, these are the four things that are going on in the back of their mind. Number one, the very first one is risk. They want to know what is the risk. But more importantly than just some big nebulous word risk, the word is the risk of failure. They want to know, is this product going to work for them? Is this thing going to actually do what it says it's going to do? So many times, think about this in your own experience as a consumer, as a buyer, as an investor. Where have you in the past purchased something, put your hard-earned cash down on the table, and got in exchange a product or a service, and for whatever reason, it didn't do what you thought it was going to do? Now, a lot of times we can sit there and say, oh, it was the fault of the person selling it to us. The expert, the guru, whomever didn't tell us the truth or didn't give us the full Monty, right? So we're thinking to ourselves, it's on them. Or we can look inside and tell ourselves, did I really use the product to its full extent? Did it become shelf help or did I actually do something with it? At the end of the day, we're the ones, we're the CEO of our own lives and our own businesses, right? So it's on us to make it either work or not work. I mean, can we be completely honest with ourselves on that one? We're grown adults here. So the idea is that person that's looking at your product, that's going through your offer, when you make that offer to them, they're asking themselves, what's the risk of failure here? This is very important. We have to be uh, very adept at showing them that the risk is, is little to no risk of failure, meaning they're going to either you know, be able to take this and use it, or it's not going to be worth their time. Great example of this is AMF, right? AMF, uh, Traction Marketing Formula, is a pretty simple thing. It's not a huge investment, and it does deliver on what it promises. It's going to educate the person on the, on the power of attraction market, marketing, and more importantly, how to actually use it. It is a blueprint, and it is a system that they can actually use to uh, begin using attraction marketing in their business, especially for those network marketers. Now, the risk here is they're going to say to themselves, well, what if it doesn't work? And the answer is you've got plenty of evidence that attraction marketing actually works. So whether your product is health and fitness, whether it's beauty and, and, uh, and skincare and, and those kinds of things, if it's uh, uh, business growth and financial growth, whatever your product or your service might be, one great way to demonstrate a lack of risk or to drop the risk, that, that fear of risk down in their mind is to show evidence. So that might be through testimonials, that might be through other people getting results, or it might be just by demonstrating them how that thing actually works. 
What's kind of cool about something like attraction marketing formula, for instance, is the person is actually living it. They're experiencing it. So they were brought into attraction marketing formula through attraction marketing, right? So they are their own evidence that it actually works, which is actually pretty cool because now right off the bat, they realize there is very little risk of the thing actually failing or very little risk of it not working out for them. If this is making sense, give me a two in the chat box. I want to see if you guys are uh, tracking with me. Uh, what's up? What's up, Felicia? Good to see you. Um, Cherie Woodward coming at me from coming at uh, coming at us from St. Louis, Missouri. Great to have you with us, Cherie. Okay, great. So here's the key to this: is the very first thing that's going to be sticking in their mind is that risk. Is there a risk of failure? And that's what's going to probably stop them first and foremost from buying your product or your service. And again, I want to make sure you guys are with me because I am citing this awesome book. Uh, the Road Less Stupid by uh, Keith Cunningham. Uh, I've been reading this book. This is, to me, I think one of the most important business books out there. If you haven't got a copy of it, make sure you do. Um, definitely something that uh, I have learned quite a bit from, and I've been doing this thing for a while now. So, uh, you know, I like to think of myself as a continual learner and uh, somebody who gains knowledge from really smart people. All right, so lots of people dialing two in the chat box, uh, including Tom, who's come, Tom Dealey coming in from uh, Whitney, Texas, man, you guys are just like, uh, rambling out there seeing the earth. That's pretty cool, man. Uh, talking about a mobile lifestyle. All right, cool. Now the next thing, uh, the next, uh, n number two of the four, uh, kind of sticky points that cause people not to buy is friction. And what friction means in this case is how hard is it going to be to change over from using somebody else's product to yours, right? So for instance, um, I'll give you a great example. Here's my phone. I'm an Apple guy. I've had an iPhone uh, since the iPhones came out. Uh, I've never not, except for before when there was no iPhone and they had flip cameras or flip phones and all that other kind of ancient technology back when uh, we were still living in caves and hunting saber-toothed tigers, <laughs> metaphorically speaking. Um, I've always had an iPhone ever since there was an iPhone to be had. I've never not had one. For me to convert over to, like, say, an Android, for instance, would require Android, a Samsung company, to really convince me that that friction isn't going to be there. And now I've got to learn a whole new language pattern. I've got to learn a whole new behavior. I've got to get used to a habit pattern that I've had in the past of how I use an interface with my Apple phone, my iPhone, right? This is what you have to be thinking as well with your products and your services. There are going to be a lot of people out there that are used to doing the traditional way, right? They're going to be used to doing the belly to belly, the face to face, getting in, getting in front of people at coffee shops and going through flip charts and doing all that other stuff that they've been doing for years. And what we have to be able to do is demonstrate to them that there is actually less friction with using something like attraction marketing. For instance, I'm just using this as an example. It could be your own product or service. If you've got a health and beauty product or you've got a fitness product or you've got some other kind of product out there, there's likely people out there that are, that are experiencing life without your product, right? Otherwise, you wouldn't be asking them for the sale. The key to it is we have to be able to demonstrate to them that the way that they're doing things right now is not as effective as they would be with our product or our service. But the bigger hurdle that they have to be able to climb or that we have to help them climb is realizing that the friction, that friction point, actually really a pain point for them of having to learn something new or in, in, indoctrinate themselves into a new way of thinking or, or behaving is worth that uh, new uh, behavior pattern, right? 
And so that friction point is what they're thinking about is, man, I've got a, I've got a steep learning curve. I've got to figure something out. People don't like to feel stupid, right? They don't like to feel like newbies. They don't like to feel like they're just picking something up for the first time. For the most part, what they want to be able to do is just take a new product and do things the way they've always done it with their lives, right? So it's like buying a new car. You don't have to learn how to drive again, but you do have to learn where all the buttons and switches are in that car. You got to learn where the radio is. You got to learn how to turn on the heat and the air conditioning and the windows and all that kind of stuff, right? So there's always going to be a friction point with a product, especially if it's something new. Um, if it's a brand new pair of shoes and it's a different brand or if it's a brand new product or service like what you provide here in the business space, there is always going to be that friction point. So that's step number two or point number two that cause your prospects or your potential business partners or business customers not to do business with you. Again, they're not rejecting you. They're rejecting your offer. Very important. And we'll talk a little bit more about that in just a few minutes. By the way, if this is making sense, give me a three in the chat box. I want to know if you guys are with me on this one. And hopefully I didn't lock up here because my uh, comments are not loading currently and that's totally okay. Uh, it happens from time to time uh, here on this interface. The other thing is um, I'm going to read another quote from this. And by the way, for those of you just joining us, uh, we're referring to the road less stupid here. Um, there's another important piece to this and it's confusion, right? So that one of the third things that cause a person not to buy from you is confusion and more importantly, what we're talking about is the difference that you make that actually makes a difference in their lives. And this is very important. I want you to pay close attention to this. Um, you want to be able to tell the customer, this is what we do, right? And this is, and this is, uh, this is why this is important. Our product is, it, this is what it does, and this is how come it's important to you. Other vendors do it like this. So if you're in the health and fitness space, this is how we do it. This is how the other people do it. If you like it done that way, then go do business with them. But if you like it done the way we do it, then come join us and, and use our product or our service. I thought that one part was super important because it's okay for there to be difference. In fact, you have to have contrast, right, between what you do and what somebody else does. And not everybody's going to be your ideal customer. You're going to have some folks that, quite frankly, they're just, not, they're just not your perfect people to work with, and that's okay. What you don't want to do, and I will tell you from personal experience, you don't want to work with everybody. You don't want to bring in every single person that takes a look at your offer because some of those people are going to be the biggest pains in the butt you'll ever experience because they have a different set of expectations from what you actually deliver. All right, so it's okay for you to say, listen, here's what we have and here's what it does. We're different from everybody else in this way. The competition does it this way, and if that's what you're looking for, good luck, go work with them. However, if you want it done the way we do it, here's how we deliver. And again, using attraction marketing as an example, other companies are going to tell you to go belly to belly. Other people are going to tell you to do those hotel uh, meetings and those coffee shop meetings. What we do is slightly different. From the comfort of your own home, wearing your pajama bottoms if you want to, you could be on a Facebook Live to, talking to new people. And by the way, I'm not wearing pajamas, but I just wanted to kind of give you that example. The whole idea here is that you show them the difference. And if they would rather do it the traditional way in this case, and we're talking about attraction marketing, then send them on the way, wish them the best, and then continue working over here with the people who get what you are talking about. This is extremely important, my friends. In fact, it's probably one of the most important parts of today's message. Not every single person is going to be your ideal customer. Even if you think, well, my ideal customer looks like this and you've got your, you know, you've got your uh, data points in place and this is your customer avatar, blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden you see a living example 
of that customer avatar and they show up in your, in your uh, business, they show up in your funnel and you start talking to them, you might think to yourself, bingo, we've hit the gold mine. But not in all cases will that be true. So just know this and realize that, listen, sometimes you've got to dispel, dispel some of that confusion. And that's going to be one of the big sticky points when people come to buy from you. One of the reasons they reject your offer is that they're confused. You have to be able to show the difference that you make in the marketplace. And more importantly, be able to demonstrate that your difference, the thing that you do differently, is only designed for a certain type of person. And that certain type of person will come in, in hordes. They will flock and flood your, your entire um, uh, funnel if you can differentiate yourself from the marketplace. And again, it's not about necessarily being shocking or being polarizing or anything like that. It's just about being able to dispel that confusion in the marketplace by saying, even though it sounds like this, this is how we're different and who we serve differently. If this is making sense, give me a four in the chat box. I wanna see how you guys are tracking with me here. There we go, got some comments coming in uh, before. I kind of had a feeling that uh, my, my chat box here was a little bit uh, stagnated. I'm not sure what caused that. But uh, uh, Bart Ripple says, not every prospect is qualified to become a customer. And he's quoting David Sandler. Absolutely. Bingo. Spot on. Very good. All right. Lots of people dialing fours in here. That's awesome. Appreciate you guys as always. Okay. The next, the next part about this, the fourth part, is we've got to be able to have, of course, that unique selling point, right? If we don't have a unique selling point, then, of course, people are not going to want to buy from us. And I thought this, this quote from the book was really important. Value created but not delivered is of no value. Value delivered but not perceived is of no value. Now, here's the interesting thing about value, just as it is with price. All of these things... In other words, you know, like it does no good to be that person that's building a business in a vacuum. If you're not getting your message out there, if you're not talking about what you're doing, nobody is going to even recognize you. And we, you've heard us talk about this so many times here on The Daily Dose. Hey, get your message out there. Show what you do differently. Show your unique selling proposition to the, to the marketplace. But what you also have to realize is it's not just about throwing a ton of value out to, the, out to the marketplace. They have to be able to see what the value is. So for instance, I could sit here and tell you, hey, there's four things that are causing people not to buy from you. But if I don't demonstrate the power and the reason that you would want to avoid those things and, the, and how to work with them, then of course this message would be of no value. So the whole point here is people are dialing four into the chat box is that you have to absolutely be able to demonstrate the value and the worth behind what you're saying and what it means to them, what's in it for them, all right? So it's great, to, and people tell me this all the time, man, I've got this world-class product, it can do this, it can do that, and they start talking about how awesome it is. But in the back of my mind, even though I don't mean to, I'm thinking to myself, well, what's in it for me? Now, there might be somebody that says, hey, this is awesome, uh, this product will uh, you know, help you look years younger. It will help you do all this kind of stuff. And that might be important to a person like me. But what if I, what if I am your prospect? And what's really important to me is I want to be able to sleep better, right? If your product is tell, talking to me about how I might look years younger, but it's not helping me sleep, it's not a fit. That's the reason that we're trying to get to this is you've got to be clear on what your market's looking for and understand what is valuable to them. Not just what we think is valuable, but what is valuable to them. So important, more important thing than anything else is to understand what's important to them in their eyes, what their perception of value is, right? Just like the book was saying, it's about the person's perception of what value truly is. And the more we know our ideal customers and our ideal clients, 
the more we can speak their language on their terms. Remember this, and I was talking about this just a moment ago, and I promised I was going to get to it. They are not rejecting you, my friend. All right. They're not rejecting you. And so that oftentimes we have this fear of rejection. Well, we don't want people to reject us. We don't want doors slammed in our face. We don't want phones hung up on us. But at the end of the day, that's not who they're rejecting. Okay. They're not rejecting you. They just aren't. There's nothing personal in this. Even if they act like it's personal, frankly, if people get ugly with you, if they get nasty, they're just reflecting their own self stuff, right? Their own baggage onto you. It's not about you personally. What they're actually rejecting is your offer. And typically it comes down to those feelings we talked about. It's that risk, that risk of failure, uh, that friction, that friction point of saying, oh man, I've got to learn something new. I've got to change everything. And all of a sudden, all of a sudden now purchasing your product creates more pain than it does uh, bring benefit, right? Um, of course, the confusion in the USP and all these other things, and I see lots of people uh, you know, dialing four into the chat box, which is awesome. My point is this, is that at the end of the day, the single most important thing you got to remember about sales is that when you get rejected, and you will, it's not you. They're just not rejecting you. They're rejecting your offer. And if we could take ourselves out of that and not take it personally, we're going to make a lot more money because we're going to stay in the game. We're going to get better. We're going to get smarter. We're going to get more refined, and we're going to make it about our prospects instead of making it about ourselves. If this is making sense to you, my friends, give me a high five in the chat box, either the number five or the uh, the little hand signal like a high five, because uh, I want to know you guys are tracking this and uh, making sure that you're getting some value from this, right? Getting some getting some good stuff out of this out of this message. Again, most important thing you got to understand here, as we're 21 minutes in, is that there are really a multiple reasons for a person to probably possibly not buy from you. But what it really comes down to are these four things we're talking about. And by the way, one more little just uh, if you want to call it a pitch, that's fine. It's a sales offer, but I'm not making any money on it. Go get this book, The Road Less Stupid by Keith Cunningham. One of the probably the most profound books I've read in a very, very long time. Made a huge impact on my business and my life, and I think it will do that for you as well. All right, my friends, great to be with you today. We're going to wrap up this message and uh, get you ready for the day. Remember this, get out there, make your message heard. You cannot win the game in a vacuum. So get that big megaphone out, get yourself on a Facebook Live, get your message out there, get your blog posts, your emails, your ads, everything out there, because right now is the time when most people are taking their foot off the gas pedal. Do not wait for 2019 to, to kickstart your business. Do it right here, right now, today. And remember, no matter what course you fly in life, fly high, fly fast, and fly far. We'll be coming at you again with another uh, powerful message on the Daily Dose of Awesome tomorrow. And go out there and have an amazing day. Thanks for being with us today, guys. We'll see you soon.